0: 여러분 <목소리도>
1: Good morning everyone and welcome to our worship at hillheads um, for the second sunday of advent our worship this morning is led by our sunday school ably assisted by lena and uh, emma and bethany our midweek conversation group meets as usual on tuesday on zoom um, this week we will continue our advent discussions of the book stick with love by aaron aurora the coffee club meet as usual at ten thirty to twelve on Wednesday at Esquire House in Anisland. Um We know that there are several people in the congregation who are laid a bit low with um, with just winter bugs and viral infections at the moment, and we keep them and all who aren't particularly well at the moment in our prayers. Next week we will meet here in the hotel and on Zoom when Neil Kennedy will lead our worship for the third Sunday of Advent. These are all our notices, and uh, um, thank you to all who have. Uh, um tick got the memo about christmas jumpers you're all looking very festive
2: holly i have a suspicion we have a first prize <laughs> <laughs> i'm not
0: subtle
2: <laughs> <laughs> well welcome everyone to this second sunday of advent in a moment or two paul is going to read a, a scripture reading for us which comes from psalm 85 before then a call to worship. Let's be quiet for a moment and hear these words. As quietly as the winter steals upon us, the season of joy approaches. We wait for our Redeemer, for God's love to come in fullness. We wait expectantly, attentive to all the signs of the Lord's coming. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Maranatha.
3: I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven.
2: for the warmth and light of your presence. As candlelight overcomes the darkness, so your light radiates within us and warms the wintry seasons of our lives. We live with hope that the good news of your coming will warm and brighten every heart, and that one day The world will fall to its knees in joy. And as we watch and wait, we pray, we continue praying in the words our Lord Jesus Himself taught us, in the language of our heart, saying, Our Father,
0: existence because there is no and 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 there is and and there is no existence and there is and 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 and
4: everyone. Um, so before we get, oh, am oh. I taller? <laughs> <a little. laughs> um, before we get into the nativity, I thought it'd be quite nice just to share with you what we've been doing in Sunday school um, since our last all age that we had um, before the summer. Feels like it's been a quick time since um, we did our last one. Um, so we started off with doing some animal stuff. That Emma was part of. So uh, looking at all the animals in the Bible and the stories like Noah's Ark and Jonah and the whale. Um, and then part of what we did when I was doing it was we looked at the story of Joseph um, and we made our own Technicolor coat that thankfully, I think it just fitted you, Rory. Tried to get a big enough size that it would fit everyone. Um, and I think we managed that. Um, and then Emma did a lovely thing where she did a discernment process with the children in Sunday school. Um, when we had our own one and um, so some of the things that the children felt were important and um, as we look going forward what we want our church to be and um, a nice one was hanging pictures don't know if we can do that in here but this is a nice idea of like displaying the stuff that we do in Sunday school and um, cooking we still don't know if that's that we need to cook for the children or the children do <laughs> cooking for us don't it'll be quite nice yeah <laughs> Um, Going outside more, which me and Emma will take on board and we can see what we can do with that. Gymnastics, again I'm hoping that's not that we need to do that, (laughs) but hopefully the children doing it. Um, A lovely one was saying hello to the church, so we might need to unpack that a wee bit and see what we mean. But maybe at the start of the service we say hello, the children come up and say hello. Um, Funkier songs. So, yeah, I know you might like that one, songs Lena. Funkier like songs. songs, yeah. It has to be funkier, though. That's, that's the kind of main part. We love that. And then a perfect one, which we are hopefully fulfilling after the service, is more biscuits and hot chocolate. So stick around for that one. That was the most important one. Absolutely, absolutely. Over
5: to Emma to talk about the nativity. So this year... Um, We're going to tell the nativity story through a song. And I have to be honest, I can't take credit for this at all. Um, Over summer, at the end of summer, Rory suggested that we write a Sunday school song. Um, It was a great idea. Me and Bethany, I don't think she'll be upset to say we aren't the most musically gifted of people. So it did terrify us slightly. Um, We thought we might do it as a Christmas song. Rory was much more ambitious than we were and thought we should write our own music, which was totally beyond me and Beth. So we have um, decided to use a much-loved Christmas classic and all of the lyrics have been written by the Sunday School. But given how well they did, I think we might go back and write another song with our own music. Um, Funky music, yeah. It will get stuck in your head. Me and Bethany both said it's been on our head for months. I've been sitting at my desk in October singing this song. It's been quite annoying. At least it's the right time of year for it now. Um, So all the lyrics are by the Sunday School. I turned up on week one with a version of the song that I had written just in case they couldn't come up with anything. We didn't need it because they were absolutely amazing. Honestly, they did great. Every single member contributed lyrics and ideas to it. So it really is a group effort. To paraphrase Bill Nighy in Love Actually, Christmas classic, pay particular attention to the extra syllable that we've squeezed into verse three as well. So, I mean, I remember being in Sunday school and at Christmas nativities having to sing a song in front of the whole church and hating it. It was absolutely horrible. So we decided not to do that today Instead, we have filmed in Sunday school all of us singing the song, and it means it was much more relaxed, much more fun. There's some beatboxing, there's some dance moves. Um, Bethany has warned me when she's edited the video, though, that there wasn't one single chorus or one single verse where everyone was doing what they were meant to be doing. (laughs) So, um, yeah, look out. For Everyone did get involved at some point, but the versions you might see, someone might not be smiling. Um, So in order to teach the church the song, what we're going to do is start by playing the chorus, and then each member of the Sunday School is going to read a bit of the story, followed by the verse inspired by that bit of the story. After we've done that, just before the reflection, We would love it if everyone in the church could join in and we'll sing the whole song together. Sunday school, if you don't mind coming up for that bit and singing the song. Um, We have got it on the screen, the words, but I know it's quite far at the back. So we've got some printed out as well that we'll hand out. You might need to share um, with a few of you. If you've got jingle bells, please feel free to jingle them, but we have got some as well that we can give out. And as a thank you for joining in, we would like to share something very close to the Sunday School's heart. Um, As we mentioned, a big key theme in the Sunday School discernment was hot chocolate. Um, So we'd like to invite you, for all of your efforts in singing the song, to stay and join us for a hot chocolate afterwards. Even if you want to add marshmallows to your coffee, feel free to do that. (laughs) So I will hand over to the Sunday School and they can share their nativity song.
6: Praise God, praise God, Jesus here with us. Oh, what joy he brings the world
0: with all his holy blood. Oh, Jesus Christ,
6: Jesus Christ, for to take our sins.
0: Oh, what
6: love he brings the world, baby, as our king! Woo! <laughs>
5: It's going to be up and down a lot this mic today. This is my job for today.
6: Long ago, about 2,000 years ago, when King Herod ruled Judea, God sent the angel Gabriel to a young woman who lived in the northern town of Nazareth. The girl's name was Mary, and she was engaged to be married to Joseph. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Peace be with you. God has blessed you and his is pleased with you. Mary was surprised by this and wondered what the angel meant. The angel said, do not be afraid. You will, be, you will become pregnant by the Holy Spirit and give birth to a baby boy. You will call him Jesus. He will be God's own son and his kingdom will never end. Mary was very afraid, but she trusted God. Let it happen, she replied.
7: Joseph was worried when he found out Mary was expecting a baby before their marriage had taken place he wondered if he should cancel the wedding but an angel appeared to him in a dream and said do not be afraid to have Mary as your wife the angel explained that Mary has been chosen by God to be the mother of the son and told Joseph that the baby would be named Jesus which means saviour because he would save people when Joseph woke up he he did what the angel had said
6: Angel came on down, left a big bright light, said there is a child, Mary got a oh, oh, oh,
0: he is Son of God, all glory and might, oh, what joy it is to sing a Christmas song tonight, oh,
6: At this time, the land where Mary and Joseph lived was a part of the Roman Empire. The Empire wanted to have a list of everyone in the land to make sure they paid their taxes. They ordered everyone to return to the town where their families originally came from. and enter their names in a census where Mary and Joseph traveled a long way from Nazareth to Bethlehem because that is where Joseph's family came from. They traveled very slowly because Mary's baby was due to be born soon.
8: Um, when they reached Bethlehem they had problems finding somewhere to stay so many uh, people had come to register their names that every house was full the only place to stay that they could find was with the animals it was there that Mary gave birth to Jesus they wrapped the newborn baby in a long cloth called swaddling clothes and he lay in the manger where the animals ate hay from
5: Dashing through the land, went to Bethlehem. Over oh, the hills they go,
4: tired all the way, down yon yon. No room at the end. stables round the back. Oh, what a place to be for the birth of my king.
6: Oh. In the hills and fields outside bethlehem shepherds looked after their sheep through the night as the new day began and an angel appeared before them and the glory of the of god shone around them They were very, very scared, but the angel said, Do not be afraid, I have good news for you. Today in Bethlehem a Saviour has been born uh, for you. You will find him lying in a manger. Then many more angels appeared, lighting up the
7: sky. The shepherds heard them praising God, singing glory to the God and the highest and peace to everyone on earth. When the angels had gone, the shepherds said, Let's go to Bethlehem to see what has happened. So they went and found Mary and Joseph. The baby Jesus was lying in a manger, as they had been told. When they saw him, they told everyone what the angel had said, and everyone who heard the story was astonished. Then they returned to their sheep, praising God.
0: Close by lying in the sky, Oh what can some shepherds go where they went on by?
6: When Jesus was born a brand new star appeared in the sky. Some Magi in faraway countries saw the star and guessed what it meant. They were very clever men that studied stars and had read in a very old written that a new star would be appear when a king was born. They set out to Find the new king and bring him gifts. They followed the star towards Judah and started to ask people where is the child who is born to be King Herod, the king of Judea, heard with and it made him angry. He sent for Ramada, he asked them to let him know when They found the the new king. He said it was so he could worship him, but he actually wanted to kill him.
8: Uh, The Magi followed the star towards Bethlehem where it said in old writings that the king would be born. It stopped and shone directly on the stable Jesus was in. The Magi entered the house and found Jesus with Mary so they bowed down and worshiped him they gave him gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh they were warned in a dream to not go back to Herod so they returned to their countries in the east by a different way
6: Following a star, whoa, whoa, whoa. At, at the sun watching the, the
5: king. Oh, how glad Be they must have been to meet the baby Christ. Christ. Oh! So now hopefully... you all hopefully know the song. We would really like to invite you to join in with the Sunday school. Um, we've got some words down here and we've also got a few jingle bells. Um, that Sunday school could hand out just now. That's okay You've got your own, I know.
0: Do you want to hand out some to the conversation Keep one for yourself and then good one. No. Wanna keep that one? You keep that one.
8: Okay. Why is on piano? you We got
4: to Whenever you're ready.
5: got <laughs> um, so we're starting on the verse, starting on the first verse. There we go. Okay.
2: So much everyone now I have a request how about we collect all the jingles all the bells and put them here <laughs> might I have some helpers <laughs> Let's. excellent no bell left behind all of them get here just behind the the Advent wreath <clears throat> Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Perfect. Thank you, Shay. Thank you everyone. Very good. Very good. So I'm going to ask you to imagine something. Imagine you're waiting, waiting for a bus maybe, or a train or a subway, or maybe maybe even standing on, in a long queue in your grocery store with a bunch of other people. Um so you just have to wait until your train arrives or the the queue moves forward. My question is, how many of you are most likely going to be scrolling on your phone, maybe checking on the news or your social media or playing a game or something? There's no shame, all of us do that. So what's that, okay, right? Online as well, interesting to see. Oh. What would you be doing, yeah. Is it quite likely that you would be On your phone, right. Seems to be, unsurprisingly, something that we do quite often. How many of you might be people-watching? Okay, ooh, a good bunch of you, yeah. Daydreaming, anyone? Right. Anything else? This is a place for a prize for most unusual activity done whilst waiting. Dancing. Dancing? (laughs) No. No, Arthur then says no. Listening podcast, to so. something on a podcast. Oh, yeah, that would be me. I suppose it's kind of a phone thing, but not really, because you're not touching it, are you? And Yes, Jenny? Talking to other people in the bus queue. Talking to other people in the bus queue. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. That's what I love about Scotland and Glasgow in particular. <laughs> Great. Is that Singing. us? Anyway, yep. Singing, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes! Entertaining other people around you, why not? (laughs) Okay. Well, a lot of things we can be doing when we're waiting, right? Um, I suspect a lot of us don't like waiting. It feels like a waste of time, which is why we want to do something else whilst we wait, right? Um, Whilst we wait because we have to get through it until the thing we really want to, want it happens, right? until the train arrives, uh, until we reach the cashier, or, or whatever. And indeed, it's very easy to waste our time waiting for something. If any of you have been on the phone too long, you know how that feels. In fact, sometimes people realize that they have wasted their whole lives waiting for something, and in doing so, they've missed an opportunity to actually live in the meantime. Advent, which is what we celebrate these four Sundays leading up to Christmas, is set aside as an invitation to think about how we wait. Not just how we wait in queues or for transport, but how we wait for Christmas, yes, for the day we Christians remember the and celebrate the birth of Jesus, um, But much more than that, at its very core, Advent is the time when we reflect about Jesus' coming back at the end of time. And how are we to live? How are we to wait for that moment when that happens? In that sense, Advent reminds us that our whole lives, this side of eternity, are about waiting. And Advent invites us every year, to learn to wait well. To wait actively, to wait consciously, to wait hopefully, to wait persistently. Uh. Which is all good and well, but of course we know, sometimes waiting for a long time is tough. We get tired. We get frustrated. We begin to wonder whether all this waiting really has any meaning. And perhaps that's how you feel this Advent or this Sunday morning. There's so much wrong going on in the world right now. And perhaps personally too. These are dark times for you or for the people you love. Where is God in all of this? Why do some things Never seem to change. Why do some things never get better? How long must we wait? And you know what? Many people who lived around the time Jesus was born in Bethlehem, they would have felt similarly. Their nation seemed to have been abandoned by God. Their own country was occupied. The taxes were really unbearable and food was often scarce. Injustice was everywhere, it seemed. And then, then a little baby boy was born to a teenage mother in suspicious circumstances, and nothing changed, at least not immediately, at least not visibly. It took quite a few years for some of them to encounter the teaching of an unusual man walking the hills of Palestine and to begin to feel their hearts come alive as he talked about the kingdom of God and how it was to be and for them to begin to see the healing and wholeness that he brought to those who came to him with their ailments and their pleas. It took quite some time for them to commit to follow him as their teacher and their Lord. And even then Jesus told them the kingdom of God was already here, but not fully. They were to wait for its arrival but also to acknowledge that the kingdom was in some way already in their midst any time they would gather together in Jesus' name. They were to learn to live in waiting, in active waiting, in conscious waiting, in persistent waiting, in hopeful waiting. And my hope and prayer at this Advent time for us all is that we would become just a little better in waiting. With as much patience as we can muster and with persistent cultivation of hope of hope that eventually changes our outlook, and we can start recognizing the shoots of hope where they come. And then we can tend to them tenderly, persistently. As we wait for the kingdom of God to arrive in all its fullness, as we wait for the day to come when all will be well, fully and completely. And the only way to prepare for the coming of such a day is to learn to wait well in the meantime. And so as we think, as we think of this, uh, we're invited to sing a well-known, very simple chorus, Wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord whose day is near. Wait for the Lord keep watch, take heart.
3: with our prayers for others and for each other. Let's all pray together. Loving God, we thank you for the hope you have given us as we follow the story of the birth of Jesus this Advent season. The meaning and purpose, joy and fulfillment you bring us through him. At this time, supposedly of goodwill, among all, we pray for peace in our world, an end to discord and division, death and destruction. When we look at our world, we see little hope of an end to its troubles. We are sceptical, uncertain, filled with doubts, cautious about expressing any optimism even when there are signs of hope move towards reconciliation we know it will take many years before it will all take many years before we dare to believe it is really possible but we pray in this advent season renew our ability to look forward Rekindle our belief in the future and restore our capacity to hope for better things. We particularly bring to you the continued conflict in Israel and Palestine and the Gaza Strip and also in Ukraine. Hasten the days of peace, we pray. As we pray for our troubled world, we thank you for BMS World Mission as it reaches out to some of the world's poorest communities where healthcare is always a huge need. We pray for BMS workers, their partners in Chad, Afghanistan, Nepal and Thailand as they provide physical and psychological support in a wide variety of situations may their care reflect your compassionate and unconditional love in scotland we pray for our fellow baptists in tilly baptist church tyree vale of leaven baptist church and viewfield baptist church in Dunfermline. we thank you for their witness to their varied communities May they know Advent hope in their churches this Christmas. Here in Hill Head, we thank you for all that our children and young people have shared with us this morning. It gives us such joy to see them each week and to share in all that they are learning about following Jesus through the faithful and committed leadership of Emma and Bethany, and their helpers guard their young minds we pray as they grow up in an ever-changing world loving God may the message of hope which Advent brings burst afresh into our world bringing help and hope and healing and may we who seek to follow Jesus play our part in showing his love displaying his care and fulfilling his purpose so that he might come again this Christmas. We bring our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know if this will count
2: as funky, (laughs) but we will conclude with a calypso carol. So those who are interested in instruments, um, these are now available. You can come and get it. We will, um, this is again where time sort of merges and we, are, we find ourselves both in Advent and on Christmas Day, a bit like when our children brought us the nativity. So carry me to Bethlehem, a calypso cattle for us to finish our time together. A story of hope and mystery, anticipation, preparation. A kingdom of this world and the next. And a king appearing when we least expect. Heaven touching earth. The footsteps of God walking dusty roads as once they did in Eden. And a people searching for a savior and walking past the stable. Open eyes and hearts that this might be an advent of hope to the world. In our waiting, in our serving, in our hoping, this day and evermore. Amen.